What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and this morning's show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about the day that was in the sports world, including our athlete of the day. We then talk about the games coming up today, what bets we like, including our Competitive Hedge Parlay of the day. So let's get right into things. We're in and out in 20 minutes. That's the idea with this show. And so today's show is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today uh, using the promo code SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use the bets from the show and follow our social media accounts as well. We post our player props and other fun things on our Twitter account. So definitely go and check those out. Our athlete shout of the day has to go out to Jason Tatum. We're going to get more into Game 7, but Jason Tatum deserves this for winning the Eastern Conference Finals MVP for his play. He had the Kobe armband on for Game 7, which I understand Kobe's his favorite player. A uh, little surprised to see the Laker purple during a Game 7, especially given our season, but I guess we got representation somehow in the playoffs. But he takes home the Larry Bird trophy. Uh, he consistently put up 25-plus points throughout the series, played some great defense as well. Last night wasn't his best night, but he was able to find guys for a ton of open shots, and he got others involved. So well-deserved award. Jimmy Butler did not deserve that award. For those of you who were uh, clamoring for him to win it, I'm sorry. You, you can't get it when you lose the series, um, especially after some of his performances that we'll get into in a little bit. But Let's talk about last night's bets. We had a pretty good day yesterday. We had Reds money line versus the Giants. That was our one loser as a part of the parlay. Was really unfortunate. Uh, they led two to nothing late in the game, and unfortunately lose six to four uh, when your bullpen can't hold it together. I see why a lot more people like the first five because you're relying on a starter to get results, and so should have gone that route, but we didn't. Reds money line misses. We did have the Seattle Storm minus seven and a half yesterday versus Liberty. Was never close. 31 point win for the Storm. We'll get into that game in a little bit. Phoenix and Atlanta in the WNBA, the Mercury and Dream under 165 and a half. Another not close result. 82 to 54 was the final there. So 136 was very far off from what they needed in order to cover that. Player props wise, we went two and four yesterday. Al Horford and P.J. Tucker take the L on the point line, but Grant Williams minus 121 cashed. Ian Happ, no hit yesterday, and Dylan Cease with just 5Ks when he needed over 7.5. But Mikolas hit his over 4.5 at plus 122, so we cashed that one. And then the leans from yesterday, we liked Boston run line. They cashed. Colorado money line lost 6-5. Padres run line wins 4-2. 
the Heat money line misses, but the over 195 and a half cashes at 196. Really tight result there in that Boston and Miami game. But let's talk about that Boston-Miami game with our day that was recap. Boston wins that game 196. Looked over with three minutes to go, and then Miami made a late push. But unfortunately, they were unable to get it done. Boston advances to the Eastern or to the NBA Finals. They're now 26 and nine all time in game sevens, while the Heat are six and five. But as we said, Tatum, 26 points, 10 rebounds, six assists. He was nine of 21 shooting, not his best night, but getting others involved was huge. Jalen Brown had a good night, 24 points, six rebounds, six assists, and he was eight of 15 from the floor. Very efficient night for him. Marcus Smart, 24 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Unfortunately, eight of 22 from the field. He missed a lot of threes down the stretch. Shots that he, if he hits, then he's the hero. But unfortunately, he missed those. He did make some clutch free throws. So he was able to redeem himself in that regard. Grant Williams had 11, and then Al Horford had 14 rebounds for the Celtics. But defensively, this is a really special group. And you saw it once again last night. Miami was just 42% shooting from the floor. They held them to 6 of 30 from 3. They won the rebounding battle again, 51 to 44. Overall, Boston deserved to win the game. They deserved to win the series. Miami had some special moments from Butler and a couple other guys, but just wasn't enough. This was the better team that's advancing here, despite the fact Miami was the one seed in the East. On the Miami side, Jimmy Butler played all 48 minutes. We we tweeted it last night. Guy's an absolute warrior, regardless of the result. Absolutely special game by him. He had 35 points, nine rebounds. He was 13 of 24 shooting. If he hits that three in the final minute, where we might be talking about this game in a different light, but unfortunately, you could tell that his legs went on him. I would have driven to the hoop given how much success he had in that game but I'm not playing. I'm not the guy out there and I can't really fault him for going for the win given the momentum they had. Bam Adebayo had a good night, 25 and 11. He was 12 of 21 from the field. He missed a lot of quote unquote gimmies down the stretch that if a couple of those fall, then once again, we're looking at a different game, but we're not. And so Lowry had 15 and seven. He didn't have his best stuff yesterday. Uh, He did take a couple of key charges in the fourth on Brown and Tatum. Struess had eight. Oladipo had nine. Tyler Hero played. We didn't even think that he would, but he was more of a smokescreen than anything else. Didn't really do a lot for uh, Miami yesterday, but Miami's got an interesting summer coming up. Likely Oladipo is going to be out the door unless he's going to come back on a very friendly deal. Then you've got Haslam and Morris. I'm not too concerned about either of those guys. PJ Tucker's on a player option, so he'll likely opt in and stay. But Miami are pretty limited in what they can do. A lot of it has to boil down to that Kyle Lowry bad contract that he has. 28 and 29 million is what he's owed over the next couple of years. It's an unfortunate spot for Miami because I thought that this contract wouldn't be this bad this early on. I thought he'd get through the first year, maybe the second if you're lucky, and then he would peter off after that. He didn't look great most of the season and especially in the playoffs because he was hurt most of the time. So they're going to be in tough with that contract. But Hero's still super young. He's 22. He's going to keep getting better. He needs to keep getting better. They need a true number two in this offense. Bam's too inconsistent and they can't rely on Lowry. So he needs to become a starter, first of all. 
I think that's the next step in his game. But being an effective starter, a la a CJ McCollum or somebody that can really help out Jimmy Butler. And on the Butler point, I mean, he had four great games in this series. But the reason why I can't have him as a superstar, you look at game three, he had just six points. Game four, he had just eight. And then in game five, he had 13 that's not superstar numbers throughout an entire series. If he's even scoring 15, then okay, I'll think about it. But when you're not even hitting double digits in multiple games in an Eastern Conference Finals, he had a lot of superstar moments, and I don't want to take away from how great he was, especially in Game 6 and 7. But nonetheless, don't have him in that superstar realm. Now, WNBA results from yesterday, three games. We already talked about Phoenix and Atlanta. They went under. 82 to 54 for Atlanta. Christy Wallace had 17 in the win. It was an all-out team effort, though. You got Erica Wheeler with 16, Cheyenne Parker with 12, Ryn Howard with 12. Great team performance by that Atlanta Dream team. On the Phoenix side, Diamond to Shields was the lone bright point. She had 23 points. You had Skylar Diggins, which was two of 12 from the field. Diana Taurasi was one of five. Tina Charles, she was just two of 11. Just a tough day overall for Phoenix. They'll be fine moving forward. New York and Seattle. Seattle blows them out 92 to 61. You had Lloyd with 22 and 6. She was 8 of 15 from the field, too. So an efficient night. Brianna Stewart with what just filled the box score. She had 14 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. And Jantel Lavender with a double double, 12 and 10. On the New York side, Hongzu, she had 13. Natasha Howard had 10. But Sabrina Ionescu, once again, another disappointing performance. Just six points on three of nine shooting. She needs to be so much better moving forward. She had a couple of good games early on, but is in a bit of a slump now. And she needs to figure it out quickly. And then we had the LA Sparks win 85-83 tight game with the Minnesota Lynx. Chenity Carter, she had 20 points. Oguamike, she had 16 for LA. Liz Cambage had 15 Overall, just a good team performance, especially since Jordan Canada was out of the lineup yesterday. On the Minnesota side, Sylvia Fowles, she had 15 points and 7 rebounds in the loss, and Kayla McBride had 19 points as well. Now we'll do our quick MLB rundown from yesterday. We had a couple doubleheaders, pretty full slate yesterday, but we'll get more into these MLB games once we get out of the playoff season. So the Giants win 6-4 to four over the Reds. Tough loss. Red Sox win easily 12-2. to two. The Nationals win 6-5 to five over the Rockies. The Braves win 6-3 to three over the Marlins. The Tigers 2-1 to one over the Guardians. The Rays 4-2 to two versus the Yankees. We faded that Yankees line yesterday, given how much they've burned us recently. The Twins 7-3 to three over the Royals. The White Sox 5-4 to four over the Cubs in the 12th inning. We had the Brewers 8-0 over the Cardinals. The A's 6-5 over the Rangers. Shootout of the day goes to the Jays and Angels 11-10 for the Jays. The Astros 2-1 over the Mariners. The Dodgers 3-1 over the Diamondbacks. The Padres 4-2 over the Pirates in the 10th. And the Mets 5-4 over the Phillies in the 10th inning as well. Now let's talk golf from yesterday. Charles Schwab Challenge. Going into the day, looked pretty bleak when it came to our future bets. Didn't finish that way. Sam Burns, he shoots a final round minus five, and he wins it in a playoff versus Scotty Scheffler. He was on the back of the green in that playoffs from about 40 feet on the fringe. 
He drops an absolute bomb to win it on the first playoff hole. It's his third win this year. Was a great playoff, too. Those two guys combined for seven wins so far on the PGA Tour this year. So great result by Sam Burns. We put money on Scheffler Moneyline uh, at the start of the day at minus 182. But we had that future bet of plus 2,900. So we were really rooting for Burns who came through for us. When we look at the future bet results, Burns is a winner. Uh, top 10, we had Finau finish tied for fourth. That was plus 380 that we cashed. Both of our top 20 bets, they just missed, especially the Homa one, tied for 23rd. And then our round four bets from yesterday, Jordan Spieth, he beat, he beat Perez by one, so that's a push. We had Stallings over Varner. Didn't look great until Varner had that back nine meltdown, so we cashed Stallings at plus 115. The Reed over Kirk at plus 120 hits, and then we lose on the Scheffler money line, but we're not disappointed about it given who the winner was. Overall, great week, though. We had four, plus 14 units on the week. We had it at plus 15 and miscalculated, so it's plus 14 on the week. Huge week for the show. Back-to-back PGA Tour winners on this show. Now let's talk about the big games on the slate today. It's basically just this NHL Game 7 tonight. You know, if you want to sit in and and watch some MLB baseball, there's no WNBA, no NBA, no NBA until Thursday now, so we got a bit of a break here. But if you want to tune into some baseball in between this Rangers and Canes game, then definitely go for it. The home teams won every game. The Rangers just won 5-2, to two, though. We've got Shesterkin and Ranta likely going once again. And then the mate, the winner of this game takes on Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now let's talk games that we're leaning, but we're waiting on for a bit. There's four baseball games that we have here today. These are the games that we're likely going to bet, but we'll wait until closer to the first pitch in order to do so. So we've got Minnesota versus Detroit today. This is an early start on this one. It's 11 a.m. my time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. A lot of people are on Minnesota today. 77% of the money is on minus one and a half, and 73% is on the money line outright for Minnesota. You got Dylan Bundy going. He's three and two, 4.55 ERA versus Bo Brisky. He's 0 and 4 with a 5.04 ERA. I like the Twins here. I know a lot of people are on this one, but despite being on the road, I think the bet is going to be a little bit lower by the time we're at first pitch. Last night when I looked, it was minus 170. This morning, it's minus 160. So you might want to toss that money line as a parlay piece. You'll have to get your parlay in early, though, so maybe wait a few hours. Obviously, we go early on this show, but wait a few hours and then maybe bet that one. That value is minus 160 right now. Now, San Fran and Philadelphia, another pretty early game. Afternoon baseball, 2 o'clock my time, 4 o'clock Eastern time. 56% of the bets right now are on San Fran. That's at the minus 1.5. And and 72% are on the money line for San Fran as well. And it's because you look at the pitching matchup, you've got Logan Webb. He's 5-1 with a 3.54 ERA. And then you got Kyle Gibson. He's 3-2 with a 3.94 ERA. The Giants are second in the majors in runs per game. They only allow 8.4 hits per game. San Fran at minus 115. This is strictly because they're on the road. I love the play. Once again, going to wait a little bit closer to first pitch in order to go with this one, but might parlay it with that Twins minus 160. 
then we got Miami and Colorado. You got Pablo Lopez going for Miami. He's four and two with a 2.04 ERA. He's taking on Ryan Feltner. He's 0-1 with a 5.4 ERA. Right now, the Marlins are minus 160. Once again, one that we might consider parlaying, maybe with the Minnesota and San Fran one as well. But we've got 64% of the bets are on Miami at minus one and a half, and then 69% nice of the money line as well. The over-under for this game is 10 and a half. That's also a really high number given that Pablo is a good pitcher. It's all depending on how Feltner goes today. But 10 and a half is a lot of runs if you're looking to bet the over-under. Pittsburgh and LA, 85% of the money is on Dodgers minus two and a half. So people really love the Dodgers today. How can you not? They're an absolute wagon. You've got Zach Thompson. He's two and four with a 5.51 ERA. And then you got Walker Bueller. He's six and one with a 2.91 ERA. We're also leaning Dodgers run line here, but the run line's only minus 140. So if you want to just go minus one and a half, played a bit safer, you can do that. If you like the minus two and a half, this has some plus money value at plus 110. Not only are they the home team, but they're also taking on a bad Pirates team. So this is why so many people love these bets today. Just you have to look at the opponent that they've got in front of them. Now, when it comes to player prop lines, we'll probably put them out closer to noon Eastern time today. Wait a little bit longer to see what some of these uh, pitching lines are at. Maybe some hit lines. Might even sprinkle on a home run. We'll have to wait and see looking at those betting lines. But that's why you need to go follow us at Pod, especially on Twitter. That's where we post most of our plays. We're trying to get better at getting them up on our Instagram page. And so that is one that we really like today. Now, our competitive lay of the day. This is our daily three-team parlay. No odds worse than minus 150. We're only looking to put out winners here. Uh, always bet responsibly. Use bet99 for all of your bets. And that promo code is SHOOTERS. So... Let's start with, you know what? We're actually going to start with our alt-lay play. Alt-lay play of the day is going to be Mets money line versus the Nationals. This is a juiced line. It's minus 175. But I do like the the pitching matchup here of David Peterson against Eric Fetty. Uh, the line actually was minus 175. It's now minus 185. So a lot of people are jumping on the Mets today at home. Over-unders eight and a half. But we like the money line today for the Mets. But the competitive lay of the day, we're going firstly with Rangers money line today versus the Carolina Hurricanes. Value on this one is currently plus 120. Now, 59% of the money is on Canes minus one and a half, and then 72% is on Carolina money line, whereas the public really likes the under today, 63% on under five and a half. But I think the streak at home ends tonight. I really do. Carolina, they've won all seven home games this postseason. It is a tough building to go in and win in, but I just think Shesterkin is due for a special performance today. When you look at how poorly Ranta played in game six, I think he's going to be a little bit rattled coming in. I do think the Rangers need to get a goal past him early on in order to win this game. If you let him settle in at home, then it's going to be a tough night for you. But I like the Rangers money line today at plus 120. We're also looking at Boston and Baltimore under 10 in the major leagues. Tyler Wells, he's got a 4.3 ERA. Rich Hill's got a 3.86. 
There's been a lot of high-scoring games in this series. We've seen 12-8. We've seen 12-2. I think they eventually have to go lower, and I think today is that day. I think Hill is going to have a good day on the mound. Um, 63% of the public is on the under here, so I like Hill to hold Baltimore to just a couple runs. We maybe see 5-2-6-2 Boston, but I like the under 10 here at minus 110. And then the last one, Arizona Diamondbacks money line versus the Atlanta Braves. This is an even play. Spencer Strider going for the Braves. He's 1-1 one one with a 2.22 ERA, but he's taking on Zach Gallen, who's 3-0 and with that same ERA. Eileen, Arizona, they're the home team. I love Gallen being on the mound. I am worried a little bit that a lot of people are on Arizona money line, but we're rolling with it anyways. I think there's a ton of value here with this play. So we're rolling with the Diamondbacks money line. Those three plays, you parlay them together, plus 740 over at bet99.com. So we appreciate everyone who tunes into our live show every single day. Uh, We will be live tomorrow morning once again at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Follow those uh, social media accounts if you want more plays throughout the day. We also like a lot of other great cappers plays. So be sure to do that. And we will see you guys tomorrow for the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast.